It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 4th of July. Very happy Independence Day to our American listeners and viewers. Uh, You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk coming up. Supermarkets have been accused of using motorists as cash cows during the cost of living crisis after a damning report found drivers were paying 6p per litre more than they should for fuel. Meanwhile, banks are facing a Treasury investigation into claims they're closing accounts and blacklisting customers because they don't like their apparently controversial views. And Rishi Sunak is in a war of words with the Australian Prime Minister over the ash 
clashes, saying the controversial dismissal of Johnny Burstow at Laws wasn't in the spirit of the game. But now Anthony Albanese has hit back. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots to talk about. A lot's going on. A lot of it revolves around the cost of living, it has to be said. A lot of it revolves around uh, what we are paying at the pumps, what we're paying in supermarkets, whether or not we can even have a bank account, by the way, in the first place. Uh, and also, uh, indeed, uh, if you have got any savings, what, what your interest rate you're actually earning on those savings. Because odds are your mortgage rate has gone up. Any other borrowing has gone up. Uh, but well, funnily enough, your savings rate hasn't. Well, banks are going to be called in to see, meet the Financial Conduct Authority. It's finally decided to vaguely start doing its job this week. Uh, we'll talk about all of that and plenty more. Bit of Wimbledon, I say, a bit more cricket. Oh, yes, and the former Health Secretary, Sajid Javid, uh, saying of the NHS that Britons are sicker than people in other Western countries as a direct consequence of the way the NHS was set up, calling for a royal commission to try and change a uh, health uh, system that is, he says, frozen in time. Well, uh, to discuss this and all of the other big stories of the day, I'm delighted to welcome writer and commentator Candice Holdsworth to the show. Good morning. Morning. Great to have you join us. Uh, in the studio. Um, we're going to be uh, joined in about half an hour's time by Howard Cox. Of course, he's been the founder of Fairfield UK um, and he's actually a London mayoral candidate. He's sort of fighting against Ulez and there's a high court uh, case on that today. But um, he's been sort of you know, leading that call for motorists to get a fair deal yeah. at the pumps, which they certainly have not been. Um, what would you make of this? Competitions and Markets Authority report. They found that motorists paid an extra 6p a litre for fuel at supermarkets last year in compared with what they paid with in the pre-pandemic. Diesel cars faced, um, uh, and, and lorries faced 13 pence extra. Again, per litre. If you're driving a lot, that's going to add up very, very quickly. Uh, and Asda, uh, Morrisons, Tesco and Sainsbury's basically overcharged by a total of £900 million in the year of 2022, pushing their profit margins up and being accused of using motorists as a fuel cash cow. What do you say? Well, this is what people have been saying, that there's profiteering going on. So as soon as the, the price goes up, for the, the wholesale price goes up, they raise the price for consumers. But when the wholesale price goes down, yeah. they take a long time to do it. And it's placing upward pressure on inflation because the more these prices stay high, the more people's salaries chase yeah. these high prices because yeah. you can't really reduce your demand no. for energy, for fuel. fuel. You need yeah. it. And again, a, a lot of policy on... on I, just, I know I got bang on about it, but it's so important to remember so much was sort of transport policy in our country is made in London by people who get the tube. Yes. You can get yes. the tube and it's, yes. you know, it's all subsidised and yes. it's all great. And, it's, you know, and they just don't realise, you know, 80% of people in this country rely on their car to get anywhere. Yes, you need it to get to work, yeah. to do the school run, yeah. to get your groceries. Many people need it for their work. Yes. I mean, there are, lo there are, there are millions of people yes. whose job involves driving, you know, that's yes. the thing. Yes. But this is the interesting thing. It used to be, it's interesting that it's supermarkets who've been uh, accused of this um, um, because for many, many years it was supermarkets that were actually cutting the cost of the pumps yeah. and that was their competition. Basically, it was their loss leader. Come and get your petrol at Asda um, because, and, and then do your, you know, do your shopping and get your petrol at the same time and we'll, we'll reduce the cost and, and then they'd make the money on the groceries. Um, but now it appears, I mean, that, that they've been doing quite the opposite. Yes, and they're saying, and this, they're saying even though 
the Competition Markets Authority are saying they're not operating like a cartel, but because the lower cost ones are raising prices, the others <coughs> don't really have to com compete. So yeah. prices just get raised across the board and yeah. who loses? Consumers. And that's the thing, it's always competition is what matters. And again, also, it's interesting that there's, that there's a whole load of different supermarkets do the same thing at the same time. There's so much evidence that there is sort of collusion quite a lot of the time between a lot of these uh, these big organisations. Um, interestingly, front page of the eye today, two thirds of the public, according to the poll by them, want the cap on supermarket prices. Now, we've had, I mean, goodness me, all, the whole time now we're called, you know, a cap on energy, a cap on, uh, um, you know, rent, a cap on, there's this constant talk about uh, caps all the time uh, on, 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 on projects. But two thirds of the public wanting a cap on supermarket prices. I mean, think about this, I think it's pretty crazy, this, because Actually, we, we, we supermarkets in this country have profit margin, margins of around two to three percent. I think the highest profit margin of any supermarket is four percent, or just under. Um, you, know, you know, in no way can you call that profiteering. Yeah. Um, it's barely profiting. Um, um, I mean, they, they for them, it's you know, you 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 know, you you buy, you, you sell a lot. It's a bulk. It's a bulk business rather than um, you know, in small numbers of goods with high price high price uh, tag. Um, but also, we now spend a far lower proportion of our income on food than we did you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago because of the competition between supermarkets. We are, food prices in this country are lower than they are in most of Europe, despite Brexit. Just feeling they need to get that in. Um, and yet people want... People want a cap on supermarket prices. Would that help anybody? See, that frightens me, that sort of thing, because I think that that could lead to shortages. Because whenever you start interfering with the price of things, then you're interfering with the iron law of supply and demand. And yeah. that would be the worst thing in the world, shortages on sh supermarket shelves where we can't get the food we need because they can't yeah. regulate the yeah. price. Because they don't, they have to, they have a whole supply chain mm. behind what you see in the supermarket at retail. Yeah. And those prices can be very volatile. Absolutely. And again, also, I, you know, I, I think there's a very good argument for supermarkets when times are really hard to make sure they keep the price as low as possible on the staples that people who are struggling to get by yes. absolutely require and need. Um, and then, you know, you know what? And, and I mean, <laughs> my local supermarkets are Waitrose. I, I, I think they've stopped this range. They used to have an essential range in it. My, our favourite game in our house was finding another absurd item in the essential range. Tinned artichoke hearts and sea salt and rosemary focaccia were two of my top favourites. These are not in any way essential goods in really anyone's home. OK, um, now, you know, put up the price of the, the luxury goods that people, if you're buying luxury goods... Odds are you can probably afford to take a little bit of a price yeah. hit um, and make sure you keep, you know, the bread and the pasta and the, you know, and the basics, yes, uh, and, you know, the chicken and the, and the, you know, and that milk. You keep that at a price which people can afford. Um, but th there is, again, there is no evidence that supermarkets are sort of gouging on price. We see manufacturers, um, they're putting up prices, but they're also taking down the size of some of their products. I don't think a bad thing for chocolate bars. I think they've got too big. I'd like to have smaller cows and be able to go, oh, I think I'll treat myself to a whatever a chocolate bar it is and not have, like, you know, basically used up my entire calories for the day. Um, but but do, do you not think this is indicative of this idea that whenever there is an issue, the solution is some sort of state law as opposed to 
Competition. Yes. Better competition. Yes. I think this is what people turn to now. And I always did worry, I'm going back to lockdown again, that we've become used to the government intervening yeah. in everything. And people have got used to this mentality now. Let's get the government to sort it out. And the thing is, is the supermarkets are some of the most well-run businesses in the I country. Would put, I would put any supermarket boss in charge, well, not waitress at the moment because they can't seem to stock everything all the time, but any of the big supermarkets, I would put them in charge of running the country like that. They're brilliant. I mean, the, the fact that they can go, oh, OK, we think it's going to be a bit nice on Saturday. right? And suddenly, you know, all of the, you know, the, the, the barbecue stuff comes out and like, oh, it's, oh, it's going to be... They, these people operate on the most extraordinary basis. They, they're unsung heroes. Of, yeah. uh, of lockdown period, not just the staff, uh, but the ability to stock up. Okay, when idiots were buying it, all the loo roll on pasta in the world. And but then the price went up, and that once again shows you the very important role that pricing plays in yeah. regulating demand. Because yeah. if, if the loo roll had stayed low, if the government had forced them to keep prices low, there'd be nothing. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was just that people were just stupid. Yes. And just bought a load of stuff. I mean, this is the thing. It's it's the state getting involved in everything all the time. Um, before we go to a break, I must talk about the state getting involved in something else, uh, which is um, uh, cricket. Uh, There's a battle over the ashes. Uh, we do have an Australian on the team, so I've got to be nice. I will not be nice. <laughs> he knows this. He expects this. Uh, but Rishi Sunak and the uh, uh, Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, are kind of in a bit of a, a war mm. of words over this uh, controversial dismissal of Johnny Burstow uh, on Sunday. Um, it basically, it was totally within the law of the game in terms of how he thought, you know, he clearly thought the ball was not in play. He moved forward out of his position and, and he was stumped out. But but it was not. It was certainly no one who knows anything about cricket would say it was in the spirit of the game. Not sort of saying uh, that yeah, they were winning already. It wasn't like a most crucial moment. And um and uh, we've had a, a statement from Rishi Sunak's spokesman at number 10 saying it's not how Rishi Sunak, who was also attending the second test over the weekend, it's not how he would want to win a cricket match. Uh, now, Anthony Albanese has tweeted the, the Australian PM that, uh, uh, you know, congratulating both the women's and the men's Australian teams for winning both of their two uh, test matches uh, uh, already in this, season, this series. But it said another tweet, same old Aussies always winning. Now, same old Aussies, everyone's been saying, cheating again. We've had, you know, ball tampering before. Well, what do you make of prime ministers getting involved in a spat on the cricket pitch? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> it just shows what the important things in life are. Eh? And crit cricket seems to be one of them. I mean, it's going up to the very, very highest levels. From what I've seen, and I'm saying this as a South African, so you know, are you I, neutral? I'm not. I'm not picking a side. I mean, I can't say the Australians say they're right, the English say they're right, but I'm also a bit English as well. So you know, do I? I like that? to think we've adopted you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I've been here a pretty long time. Hmm. I'm not sure. I can see it's a matter of perspective, and I'm not going to inflame there's the, the row I mean, anymore. I mean, there's all this stuff about these guys in the MCC sort of you know shouting cheat, cheat, cheat at these uh, at the cricket players. I mean, technically speaking, they didn't cheat on in the law of the game. They did not cheat. But again, it's supposed to be a gentleman's game. It's yeah. not what one does. But it, you know, they have form uh, for, for 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 ball tampering and the like. So, um, I mean, is it is it? Is it beneath both men to get involved in this? Or, you know, or is it, you know you're talking about national teams. Yeah. And we know politics is massively embroiled in every sport. We'll be talking about Wimbledon a bit later and just stop oil. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're maybe being a bit tongue-in-cheek. And actually, it's a bit of a distraction from all the depressing political stuff. Just to there see is people, that. Just to see people having a bit of banter. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. A bit of banter. Well, again, except three people have been, been suspended for, I would say, a bit of banter. But they were. Oh, yes. Hey, if, yeah. you don't, if you don't want to be called a cheat, 
Really simple way of solving that problem, Aussies. At 6.44 is the time. More from Candice Holdsworth. We're going to talk to Howard Cox from Fair. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. UK. Up very soon. This is Talk Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.